Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation audio podcast. We go live every Monday night, talk all things kayak bass fishing across multiple platforms. But we don't get to talk directly to you folks, the audio podcast listeners. Uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform you use, we want to say we appreciate you guys downloading the show, listening to it while you're driving, working out, or whatever the case may be. If you have the time, take a second and leave us a review. Give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever your platform allows. And once again, thank you for spending a little time with us on the KBN Live replay. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cat Bass Nation. Yeah, man. What's up, Brian? Back again. I'm in the, the dark closet of uh, inventory. Inventory closet. Hey, that's yeah. all right. Stay in that closet, brother. Uh, we got a lot to get to tonight. We got people trickling in on Facebook and YouTube. As you guys saw, we got Brock Miller on the cover photo for the announcement tonight, holding a big old redfish. And you may not even think this is Kayak Bass Nation. Well, we got this fella on here for that's true. Brock crosses over, he does dip his toe into bass fishing a little bit. And the main thing is they are killing the content game over on TikTok. TikTok, I wanted to say TikTok. <laughs> you and, you got it in your yeah. blood, Papa. Yeah, and other, other platforms. Uh, and also, he's involved in the saltwater tournament fishing down in Louisiana, and we're going to talk about some of the crossover issues between bass fishing and and, and the inshore stuff there. So it's going to be a fun night. Brock's a, a good guy, good young. I was going to say kid because I've known him a while, but he's not a kid anymore. He's a solid young man, great angler, and uh, you know, fine young businessman too. And we so want this good. to be pretty interactive. So anybody yeah. that has questions or comments on. Uh, Content creation, you know, YouTube shorts, TikToks, that kind of thing. Like, you know, throw them out there. See if you can learn learn you up something today. Yeah. Help us help you. Isn't that the same, right? That is it. And tonight, uh, doing a like and share contest, uh, we have Seagar on board. They're going to send you a couple spools of their Tactics braid. And then Brock was kind enough to throw in a, uh, a gift card from Louisiana Custom Kayak. So... Thank you for that. We we love when guests bring gifts. That's right. We should make that a requirement from now on. We should, we should instead of us giving out what was it power poles yeah. stuff to get to get YouTubers on, we can uh, have our guests bring gifts. Yeah, yeah. So we like to sprinkle this in every once in a while with a little different flavors. Since there wasn't a big tournament this weekend, you know, we wanted to talk a little content creation and some other stuff, and we love to give back to you guys that help us so much. So seek our giveaway. All you got to do. Like and share on Facebook, like and comment on YouTube. Make sure you like the actual video and comment under the video, not the uh, in the chat. And that'll help help us, and we'll help you with the big giveaway. It's going to be fun. We'll do that at the end of the show, of course, with the magic super secret word Josh, hashtags. Josh Evans back on Bangtail. Bangtail. Hashtag Bangtail. <laughs> He's all about that. He, uh, he, he doesn't know what he won last week, so we're going to <laughs> we're gonna have to square that up for young Joshua. But thank you, Josh, for the hashtag. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But before we get Brock in here, we've got to get to the news of the week. Of course, we'll talk about our sponsors here in a minute, but news of the week, man. Uh, a couple things. One, <laughs> last week I mentioned how the registration for Hartwell was looking kind of paltry. Yeah. And then you, you turn you around clean and missed boom, on that one. <laughs> boom. We up there like 165, 170 anglers for Hartwell. So it's, it's looking good. You going to that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotta support my boy, man. We can't, uh, we can't let this thing sink, you know. Yeah, so bass keeps the positive momentum rolling. 
you know, you never know with that, how that's going to go. Sometimes they start strong and fade, but not this time. It's, it's rolling. Did you see uh, the email from Bass? Their updated rules and examples oh, today. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, you, you know, there, there was a lot of confusion, uh, you know, on the communication side of the rules. And, and I talked to Steve about it and, and I, actually we had this kind of come up uh, due to our podcast last week, we had Vinny on, he was talking about giving a guy a bait, just dropping it off in his kayak or whatever. Well, of course the DMS blow up. Is that legal? Blah, blah, blah. It is legal. Cause he talked to the TD about it, but then that brings on the question. Well, if that's legal, then what's illegal? Like what can you not do if you can give a guy that, <laughs> you know, that you're catching fish on your magic bait or whatever. Um, so basically, uh, what this says is you can communicate with people that you're sharing water with. So if somebody goes by you and they're like, hey, man, you're wearing them out or whatever, you can respond to that. Y'all can have a conversation. You can share as much as you want to as the angler. Now, they can't solicit information from you. So they can't ask specifically, what are you catching them on or whatever. And if you're, you know, talking to your friends or whatever during the tournament via electronic communication, you can't talk about, you know, if you're catching them, how you're catching them, that kind of thing. So uh, there was some clarification put into that. And, it, and you know, it's to kind of still keep the camaraderie. And I, I gave Steve these examples, like in these tournaments, you may be fishing next to somebody and you feel like you can't talk to them. Like you feel like it's against the rules to communicate with that person. And that kind of takes the fun out of it, right? Like you're fishing a cove with somebody. It's fun to take about five minutes and, <laughs> you know, relax a little bit, crack a couple jokes and, and keep on going without your day. So, um, that's, uh, that's, that's the move now is there's a lot more clarification. I think there needed to be a lot more clarification. It, it doesn't, it didn't seem like there was really a, a yes or no on what was illegal and not illegal. And we've had a couple instances that have came up so far this year. So hats off to Steve for moving the needle on that one. There we go. What I take from that is that young Edwin could have reached over and grabbed Jordan's reel and said, Hey, <laughs> quit reeling that, quit thing. reeling that damn thing. And you're going to catch yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good. And I figured that this year with the changes, there's going to be some, some learning that went on in the middle of the season and, and, you know, that's what's happening. So always is, but glad to see bass giving Steve the latitude to adjust midstream and not just be hard line on it and, and, you know, kind of make it tougher on everybody. So good job. Always good to adjust midstream, especially at my age. Right uh let's see what else ha what happened this week uh of course the elephant in the room i guess kbf has now canceled another event that's two be an elephant that's well i don't know that's the first thing that came to mind uh that that's two that's two events back basically back to back two this month canceled. so what the hell's happening over there ryan what do we know that no one's fishing it <laughs> yeah. the it, michigan the michigan trail pulled out on st Clair. it was like we don't want to mess with you no more and then our uh, oklahoma just said nah we're good like nobody's gonna sign up for this and you said like the local presence like as far as the clubs go average like what 90 anglers per tournament or something and five were signed up so yeah i mean it happens you know yeah i mean this last one was on grand lake which is hour and a half from me just right up the road here mm -hmm. uh, the oklahoma kayak anglers luke arian luck arian that's been on a few times and sean accord 
proud reps of the res over there. The res, baby. They, they all kind of help stir the, the straw that stirs the drink over in Oklahoma, and they've been killing it this year, averaging 90, 95 anglers a tournament in their local events. And not very many of them were signed up for that event, weren't interested, and uh, they pulled the plug on it. So, you know, be interested to see where they go from here. I know there's a couple more that are – Hats off to the res boys, man. Y'all keep doing your thing out there. But, you know, we've talked about this. Fishing tournaments are a business. The anglers are the customers. You got to treat your customers right. Part of that is, you know, being transparent and paying upfront and on time. You have the money up front. There's no reason why the money should be anywhere else except in the angler's hands. So good job. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. We'll, we'll be see, you know, see where it goes from here. I don't know. Are we looking at uh, the end of this, the complete reorg of this? I'll be curious to see how it all shakes out. How much? How much cash we got in the KBN account? You wanna? You wanna swing uh, a tournament series? Yeah, I got a few stickers I could probably sell, and we can put right. something together, Ryan. I don't know. Deal, deal. We'll do yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll be curious to see how that goes. Uh, we got people saying North Texas pulling ninety per event. Okay. Now, now here's the deal. Oklahoma, the Oklahoma group will still be at Grand on April twenty second. If you're in the area and wanting to go fish a tournament on Grand. They're still going to have one. It'll probably have 90 anglers, good payouts, and they pay within a week. So, boom. Go sign up. Oklahoma kayak anglers, good stuff. That's what you want. Yeah, that's what you want. Uh, what, what else went down? Anything else? I thought, did I see Joe Kirk won an event somewhere over your way? <laughs> yeah, TVKA. Oh, old man. TVKA special. It was, uh, it was tough, tough weather out here this weekend. It got cold. It was windy. I had a couple buddies in town playing a playing a show in Chattanooga. And I took them out on the big boat to smallmouth fish, and we had been catching like twenty five pounds a day all week last week. And <laughs> we got out there, and granted, they lost about four four and a half five pounders, but uh, they landed I think like four smallmouth between the two of them, which is kind of on the very low end of the spectrum there at the the honey hole. I meant to say something about you and your daughter, man. The stuff you're putting up on social. Smoked them. Y'all got got them, man. She, uh, she, last year she lost a small mouth, about six and a half pounds. And it, it's kind of been in her craw, uh, for the last year. So she, she got back from the beach Wednesday. She's like, come pick me up. We're fishing in the morning. We got up Thursday morning and went out there and, uh, she got a big bite and she's like, Oh no. I said, what? She's like, dad, it's not a rock. (laughs) The line started swimming. This huge fish comes flying out of the water, landed it like a pro. She she's got it down now. So hopefully, uh, hopefully she'll stick with it a little bit. Yeah. Did I even see you had her do a little dugout commercial? She's like, dad, we caught these big fish. She's like, can I do like a dugout commercial? And I was like, yeah, girl, come on with it. You did it. You did oh, it. Yeah. That was good. Uh, hey, that's a perfect segue to our sponsors, man. Dugout Bait and Tackle, presenting sponsor. Appreciate them. Uh, they're still rigging stuff out right and left. I see photos flying out there of, of people in the rigs. I saw some discussion about, you know, how much is too much and these rigs are getting expensive. It is what it is, man. People are trying to level up their game with, with all these electronics and different equipment. I mean, you know, we were fishing for what, 2500 bucks five right. or six years ago. Now we're fishing for 10 grand. So, I mean, it's, it's a sliding scale as, as the more money goes up that you can win, I feel like the more money you're going to spend on your vessel to do that in yeah, within man. the rules is also going to go with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, as entry fees go up, people are going to push the envelope and if you're going to rig it up, don't try to piece it together yourself. Take it to an expert like dugout and even our guy Brock that we're going to have on here in a minute. He's going to, you know, they do similar stuff down, down in Louisiana way. So We'll talk to him about that too. Uh, Pro Guide Lithium, if you're going to rig it up with all the fancy electronics, 
You got to have batteries that aren't going to fail on you. So get you some pro guides, code KBN. Uh, Revo, Z-Man, help us with giveaways. Bangtail, our newest sponsor, Ryan. Having dinner with Brandon Bean tomorrow night to to discuss uh, his his play into the kayak fishing world. I think we're going to do uh, some booths at some select tournaments and have, you know, some contests, giveaways, of course, samples of the whiskey. So love having them on board. There we go. Uh, how are they on the uh, political realm? Are we going to see any weird political stances? Florida, baby. Red, okay, red, red. We're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, yeah. We love our sponsors. We appreciate them. They help us uh, put out this content we put out and also help you guys. For you know, We, we wouldn't be anything without y'all watching, and we're able to give you guys back prizes and, and have a good time with the with the show. So good stuff. Hey, you better be starring these comments. We got some good stuff over there in the in the hot box I see coming through. Why am I seeing LeBron James on a good morning? Uh, you know, you know, that's one of the only two LeBron fans. Both of them happen to be last name Allen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know, they're a big fan. They're a big fan of LeBron because much like uh much like the Allen's fishing career, it's uh, you know, just a lot of it's on paper, not in reality. <laughs> Van Tyne brought a pro guide. Thank you. Thank you, Van Tyne. He reached out for some info on batteries. I'll let him know pro guide honors their warranty quickly and is a sealed battery. So there we go. It's got, got two, two attributes you want in a battery for sure. Good stuff. Uh, with all that said, man, Brock's been waiting patiently. Let's giggling at our goofiness. Let's get him in here real quick. What's up? What's up? Brock Miller. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming. Yeah, on. man. I appreciate y'all having me on. I know we've talked about it for a little while and I know I've fished with, with you, Jeff. I hadn't fished with, with Ryan yet. We're going to make that happen this fall. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate it. I'll do it in the fall. Me. I'm not doing it in the spring. I about froze to death down there with them Cajuns. No, nah, we'll, we'll take you in the fall. It'll be probably 90 degrees in October. And, uh, we'll, we'll catch the bull reds for sure. All right, I'm down. So, I like, Ryan, what I need, shrimp and a popping cork. Ain't that what y'all use in you, tournaments down you there? You could throw a granola bar down there and they'd eat it. <laughs> so, let me tell you a little story, Ryan, about Brock. He Years ago, I went to ride the bull down at Grand Isle, the big – kayak tournament down there uh with one Dwayne wally i met up with him and he knew brock and he introduced me to brock and he's before the tournament we went out fishing uh in the marshes down there i'd never caught a redfish didn't know what i was doing i was told this young hot shot should get me on one and by god this kid got me on my very <laughs> first redfish ryan oh it was a oh, hammer yeah there it is right there oh my <laughs> gosh wow well i see your skills don't just stay in fresh yes, water jeff that's, that's right amazing. i can catch 12 inch fish anywhere anytime it was a bad day it was two feet higher than it should have been i catch fish there all the time and that's what he pulls out of there. i don't know if i should ask but what did that uh what did that thing eat it was a, a remember it was a, a pop fly, cork deal. a tiny it was, fly it was on a cork a little <laughs> swim bait on a cork under a cork but all redemption right. The next day, he put me on good stuff for the tournament. Actually, netted me some bait and let me have it for my cooler. And I did catch like a twenty-pound bull red. So there you go. Right, that's better. Actually, land one yeah. in the tournament. So he, a little he bit better. Redeemed ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So that that was hilarious, awesome stuff. And I've been wanting to get back to fish with you ever since then, Brock. But it hadn't happened. Although I did run into you at a bass tournament. I think we crossed paths on Lake Fort. That's right. Yeah. Had no idea what I was doing out there, but I uh, ended up seeing seeing a guy pedaling around and ran into you out there. So that was pretty cool. Yep, we're just out there in the middle of nowhere. And we're we getting were. a lot of salty crossovers now uh, coming. I mean, Brian Nelly's probably the most notable. I feel like it's came over from the salt game. He's a little further down in Florida, but man, he uh, he jumped on the scene and he was consistent starting out anyway. But now he's consistently at the top instead of <laughs> you know just cashing a check. He's winning the things. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of it transfers over. I mean, I always say that the bass world is, you know, two or three years ahead of saltwater in just about every category, like electronics and baits and, um, you know, just across the board, especially rigging kayaks as well. You hardly see, you know, forward facing sonar and on saltwater boats, you know, much less kayaks, but, you know, half the field and bass um, has it now. So, I think uh, guys who nail down the the bass stuff when they come over to saltwater, they typically can do pretty well too. So, but there's a few that go from salt to fresh and and do well. Uh, in your opinion, are saltwater fish dumber? <laughs> it depends on the fish. None uh, of the none of the fish watch this show, so you can tell us the truth. Yeah, I mean, redfish, like I said, you can catch them on anything. You know, people get super technical about it, but I've like for sight fishing, I've got a gallon ziploc bag of every color crawl you could have and i reach my hand in there pull out a random one throw it on and they'll eat it um uh, same thing with bull res they'll eat anything trout though that's that's one thing i've gotten a lot more into is is speckled trout fishing just because it's more technical um it's it's more like bass fishing in my opinion you know it's it's you know attention to detail and you know present your bait right and there's a lot more that goes into it so is that to catch the big ones or to catch numbers because i see my buddies they got a they got a camp down at grand island they'll send me a center console boat (laughs) that is completely full of like 75 trout in the first two hours of the day and i'm like is this hard like what are y'all doing that's louisiana for you it's they (laughs) they go out and brag about catching 75 12 inch trout and it it drives me crazy I'd rather go out and get five bites and they'll all be big ones. Um, but, you know, we got plenty of guys that they pride themselves on filling a cooler. So, How do y'all still have fish left? Y'all eat the I'm, hell out of everything you can. I'm asking from. the same thing, and I've talked about it on other podcasts before, and it lights up a fire of, you know, people who say they do it to eat and put food on the table, and they go down that road. And, you know, it's to me, it's 2023. We can throw a few back and, and try to catch <laughs> a few bigger ones. But, you know, some people, they live off of fishing apparently. So I guess. If we want to open that can of worms, we definitely can, and and uh, we could get some people fired up about it. Do you think we would have riots if we held a bass tournament and ate the fish at the end of the tournament? Absolutely. <laughs> but down we, here, we should do it one. We should back. do it one time. Just <laughs> down here, not it, in the spawn. We Please. when when with the COVID year when we started doing CPR, like the biggest question was, can we keep the fish? <laughs> I know um, this is CPR, but if we cut out the R, yeah, we, we, we'd have it's to put cook, like, cook re- photo releasing release. is recommended. <laughs> Gosh, dude, it's ridiculous. Wild. But that's just Louisiana. It's the salt, like I said, the saltwater world is always a couple years behind bass fishing, and then Louisiana is like four more years behind that. <laughs> so when it comes to motors, we we're talking about that earlier. Give us till about twenty thirty, and we'll put motors in play. <laughs> So some context to, to KBN that didn't see what happened on the Bayou Coast page. They were going to allow motors for this one tournament. And there was there was brain started frying everywhere. Like, you ain't doing no motors. That's too big of an advantage. And it's oh like, you can rig up a motor for like 250 bucks, dude. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody's like, oh, I don't have three grand for a Torquedo or whatever. And yeah, so don't buy a Torquedo. Like, like, I mean, come on. Go to go to Academy and get a get a, a deep cycle marine battery and you can have a motor on your car. But you got a lot of guys that still paddle and fish that really shallow marsh yeah. stuff that – they're not even using a pedal drive and it's like 
How big? Like, do you not know how big of an advantage a mirage drive is Absolutely. in eight inches of water when yeah. they're just going on I down mean, through there? I, I, my best year, you know, I don't fish as many tournaments as I used to, but my best year, I fished like five out of seven tournaments in a Revo with a tackle box that was this big and three rods. And I did super well doing that. And, you know, I haven't gotten into it as much, you know, lately, but fishing, I have an outback in a PA now, like, simple is simpler is better motors they do not give you that big of an advantage that's crazy to me that that was that big of a deal down there you know yeah they'll get there though i mean like you said it's it's a we saw it here i mean we how how long did it go on jeff on the freshwater side four or five years of every club in the country you know arguing back and forth over should you allow motor and some of them still are are against it but I mean, to me, it's just so much more relaxing and, and honestly fun. You can focus a lot more on the, the fishing yeah. aspect of it than just trying to get back to the ramp at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is, Brock, you're saying saltwater's behind, but really kayak fishing and even the tournament side of kayak fishing started in the saltwater. Yeah. And came true. to the freshwater. So why yeah. did it why does it lag behind like that, you think? I, I think it's just the bass world, you know, the the glitter boats and I got I got nothing against them. I love the technology. I'm a huge fan of forward facing sonar. I think it's awesome, you know, for the sport and it drives me crazy the guys that say, Oh, ban that stuff and it's not fishing. I mean it, I, I I think it's a cool evolution, you know, of the sport and you could go either way. You got guys like Drew Gregory who are in a you know, a paddle crescent kayak with no electronics and there he's kicking most of our, our butts. And then you've got guys with all the, you know, latest and greatest technology who, who, you know, do well too. So, you know, it's, 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 I'd say it's, it's not the bow, it's the Indian, you know? I think the forward facing sonar part and that particular argument, I think it helps put pressure on those offshore fish mm-hmm. and make the shallow water fishing better. So right, I, exactly. I hope everybody's sitting out there on those fish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like fishing with the electronics. We do it for bull reds, you know, down here in the passes. It's, it's so cool seeing a, a three foot long fish on side scan. And I haven't done it with forward facing yet, but it's going to be insane when we get that down there uh, and watch a, a three foot long fish chase down a, a rattle trap or something. It's going to be cool. So we've talked about your fishing here. What do you do in real life? Like, tell us why. <laughs> tell us why you're here and giving away gift cards. Yeah, no kidding. So I've actually had a big, big change lately. We'll, we'll touch on that when we get Uh-oh. to it. Um, but yeah, I started Louisiana Custom Kayaks during COVID. Um, I was a sophomore, I think, at LSU. Uh, so I kind of started in, in the backyard and was fixing kayaks, rigging kayaks, and you know, kind of doing that thing, saving a little bit of cash. Um, and it kind of morphed into retail and making my own website and, you know, going down that rabbit hole of, of uh, website design and, you know, marketing and that kind of stuff. Um, and I kind of grew it to have a couple of, of retail stores and, or, you know, different retail stores um, and rigging kayaks and, you know, doing all kinds of builds and, you know, stuff just like the dugout does, which I'm sure a lot of the bass guys are familiar with. Um, and so it's actually kind of taken to taking a turn. I kind of went a different route career wise and got into sales at a, a place over here in Lafayette. Um, so I don't do as much as the, of the rigging for customers, but at the same time, it's given me a chance to work on my own boat for once and go fishing, which has been a, a nice little change. Um, so I've, uh, been able to, to hit the water a little bit more and I'm sure we'll talk about it, you know, 
in a little bit, but do more content and, and, you know, enjoy kayak fishing and not have to focus on it as a job anymore. Um, so it's kind of a, a side hustle at this point, but, um, still something I really enjoy and, and, and am able to enjoy more now. I think one of the unique things, like, obviously there are a lot of shops that, that rig boats really well, custom, you know, custom rigging. Uh, I, I love, you know, the, the deck kits, the, the coordination of the whole thing, but what you do to highlight the rigging is what I feel like really sets, a, you know, sets you apart on the content side. Uh, that stuff is, I mean, you've got a lot of, you know, quote viral, uh, TikToks <laughs> and stuff out there. I mean, it's, it's catchy. It turns people's heads, people that, you know, wouldn't, normally be just searching i feel like kayak fishing content you know mm -hmm. they see that and it makes it makes it look cool it's not you with some duct tape and a drill out in the yard just mm -hmm. trying to trying to feed a line through every now and then yeah absolutely i mean I, that's like that's the power of social media i mean i've the the thing i'm probably you could say most viral on is is tiktok or tack tack or whatever football said um, <laughs> but um I, the, the first video i ever posted on tiktok was a tarpon video i was fishing with um with bryson and owen down in in uh florida and i, I hooked a tarpon it came up and jumped and it was just for whatever reason that angle of the video just went crazy viral every time i posted it like the first time was like a couple thousand views the second time was like five million um but it just it, it was like wildfire uh, and i've post reposted it since and it's always done well um but the most common thing was like i didn't know you could catch a fish like that in a kayak or what kind of kayak is that so it, it just broadcasted kayak fishing into front of so many other people um who you know like we post in our facebook groups but that doesn't get into yeah, because we're used that. to it we're used right. to seeing that kind of stuff yeah yeah, we see it all the time, and you know, a guy sees a, a, you know, five foot long silver fish jumping out of the water with a guy in a kayak, and it's just it's wild. Is this it right here? I'm gonna throw it yeah, up. there's there's one version I posted. That's nasty. Yeah, so I I, I kind of bring it back every when I when I need to generate some uh some views, I bring it back and post it to a new song, and it, it always does pretty well. <laughs> I need to start doing that. I've got a big slow mo tarpon yeah. tail walking vid. I need to throw some different music on that one every now and then. Yeah, recycle, no reuse. So <laughs> tell these folks, man, because really every if you do any research on growing YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is. The, the wave is these vertical short form videos, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's kind of the juice. So tell folks how you kind of crack the code over there and, and you know, some of the tips of the trade to, to start growing your own stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, everybody's got their own opinion on it and, you know, there's Gary V and all these media marketing gurus who, who have their own spin on it. Um, I mean, I, the thing I've found is, is really, hammering down and posting often, which with this kind of transition that I'm in right now, I haven't posted as much. I haven't been fishing quite as much. Uh, we'll, we'll kick that off at Paddlepalooza. I wish I had a motor there, but uh, we'll, <laughs> you know, maybe next year. Uh, but uh, that's what I really plan on getting back into is doing the content and just capturing, you know, honestly the behind the scenes does so much better than, you know, when you're going to film something for the purpose of, you know, creating content, um, you know, 
the the behind the scenes of us rigging kayaks in the shop and having a, a weird catchy song behind it that always did so much better than like hey i'm filming this video for this product you know uh with with a specific purpose in mind um so i mean i'd say don't make your content perfect you know people like seeing imperfect you know whether it's you talking like you're having a conversation or showing you messing up something and then fixing it um that stuff always resonates better um than just the perfect almost commercial style you know videos um bloopers always do well you know a lot of people are like oh man that sucked i, I screwed that up and and don't post it and i've had so many videos that i've found that i filmed on accident or you know felt like i messed up and then i posted them when i was in a low spot and didn't have a lot of content and they ended up doing better you know than than a lot of videos that i really tried hard on um so i'd say that's a that's a big thing for sure because i mean everybody likes to put their best foot forward on social media you know what so, the worst videos are, Ryan? Is the guys that tried to create a blooper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Setups, you can tell, dude. The setups, that's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Even for an old man, I can tell it's fake. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not doing that. Like, if you're going to hit a stump with your trolling motor and fall out, do it for real. You know, I don't want to be leaning forward. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got to be real. It's got to be Gene Jensen falling in like that's a, That's dude. exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. Uh, do you, so w when you edit your less, we'll stick with the TikTok platform for, for instance, do you edit on the app? Do you edit it before? Do you time the, you know, like the beat or whatever it is with your video transitions? Tell people a little bit about that. Like what makes uh, your videos that much more appealing? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a mix of both. Um, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like I can spend, 30 minutes or an hour editing something on my computer in Adobe and making it perfect and, you know, hitting the beats all right. And that, that video may get a thousand views. And then I, you know, film me dropping a fish in the water with some, whatever trending music is happening, that'll get a hundred thousand views, you know? So it's a mix of both. And I think you got to have both because there's some people who really want to see cinematic perfect shots. And then there's other people who are just, you know, they enjoy the content. They enjoy seeing you on the water. Um, so I think having a, a mix of both is good, but you know, you, like, like I said, you don't have to have everything perfect and professionally edited. Um, I think that's like a big kind of barrier to entry is a lot of people think, Oh, I'm not going to post this cause it doesn't look like so-and-so posted, but you know, you never get anywhere if you don't post, you know, that first piece of content. And you, everybody has a cell phone, right? Like, oh yeah. You don't, you don't need a $5,000 camera with, mm -hmm. you know, a big fancy lens or 60 frame per second, slow-mo, whatever, like you can just get your phone out of your pocket and, yeah. and make content. Absolutely. I mean, I've got drones and I've got a Sony a seven, which I think is what you have and yep. GoPros and all that. And I probably have more videos from phone footage or, or better videos from phone footage. It's so much easier. Device. And it's usually a lot more handy. Like I don't always have my fancy camera laying on the deck of my mm -hmm. kayak when yeah, something crazy happens. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so what do you uh, say to folks that think, oh, well, you know, it's too late for me. You know, I didn't get on get in on TikTok early. YouTube's been around for too long. I can't do this. I'm just not even going to bother with it. Is it ever too late to try to uh, start creating content on these social channels? Oh, never. I mean, it's TikTok especially is so random. You know, I've even heard of people making like multiple different accounts and posting the same videos. And one of those accounts will blow up like crazy. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I don't put that much time into it, you know, 
it's it's just something that you just kind of got to start doing and you'll pick up on the trends and whatever a lot of times they're dancing trends but if you put that same music you know it's whatever's hopping on the app um that stuff will catch on um so i mean it's uh, it's never too late i mean and youtube is kind of the same way they've seen what tiktok has done with short form and they've kind of done their own spin on it with the shorts um and i've had you know just me dropping fish in the water releasing them um those go you know crazy viral and they're really good for growing you know your bigger videos too because it brings more people to the channel what do you think is different on the algorithm that tiktok tiktok it seems like your videos are allowed to reach a lot more people Mm -hmm. where like instagram and facebook you can post something on both platforms instagram and facebook one of them, it'll have a good reach. The other platform, it seems like 50 people see. Like, I, I don't, for me, I have trouble understanding, like, what dictates what they allow, you know, the end user to see. And I wonder if YouTube has a similar deal. I know they do on their on their bigger videos. I don't know if they reduce the, you know, reduce the, I don't know if you want to say the complexity of the algorithm on the shorts, but that's kind of what I feel like, you know, I don't know if they are allowing it to get out there as much as like TikTok is for instance. Yeah. I would, I mean, TikTok is so new that, you know, like I said, everybody's got their own theory on everything and they swear they know they've cracked the code. Um, But I mean, I, I do feel like TikTok since they're so new, they want people using their app. So I feel like they push videos more. So, you know, if you get on a platform and you post and it gets, five million views, you're going to post more on that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably their way of, you know, driving people to use it. Um, YouTube, I feel like YouTube is more of a long game. Um, like I'll, I, I do post shorts on YouTube, but like long walkthrough videos, that 10 minute range, those videos, they might not blow up immediately, but I'll go back and open up my you know YouTube stuff and see that, oh, wow, this video has, you know, 5,000 views. Um, when, when it first started, it had 50. You know, so YouTube, I, I, I'm not an algorithm expert, um, but I do feel like that's kind of a longer game. Um, you know, if you if you post good content on there, it'll get in front of the right people and then end up driving it. Rather, TikTok, you'll get 10,000 views right out the gate and then it'll just stop. It'll shut down from there. Yeah, YouTube is searchable, right? TikTok's not mm-hmm. as, I mean, I guess it is searchable, but people don't usually use it for a search engine. They're just kind of scrolling through and just right. get yeah. thrown in their face. Whereas YouTube's, you know, if it's how to rig your new Outback, they're looking for that. Mm-hmm. Right? They're, they're yeah. looking for yeah. that YouTube. Definitely. I mean, the, the walkthrough videos on YouTube is in the kayak world and the bass boat world. Those are always the highest, you know, viewed um, just because people like seeing the rigs and, and getting ideas. So. That's that's what I've found, you know, on that platform for for my channels. So from YouTube, Tim Sear, C-Y-R, do you have to be on all platforms? Do you think it's essential? Uh, I'd say no. I mean, there's some people who are on, you know, TikTok and Twitter and Instagram, MySpace, Facebook, like on everything. (laughs) And it it gets to be a lot. Um, And also, I feel like if you if you post the same thing on every single platform, it's not going to do well. You know, there's some stuff that does better on Instagram and, and YouTube that's not going to do well on TikTok. So, you know, you can't just blindly there's, you know, those apps that post your your content all on the same um, all at the same time. And it just doesn't do well. Luke is trolling from the res hard. <laughs> Tim, uh, I'll, I'll throw in on that, too. I don't think you have to be on all platforms. Uh, it all depends on what your goals are. Like if you're trying to do content creation stuff and make it revenue generating, 
I think you can you can take the TikTok route, you can take the YouTube route if you're into uh, longer you know longer videos. Um, a lot of like if you're looking for like sponsorships and influence type stuff. A lot of what the companies ask for, they'll ask for your Facebook and Instagram straight away. They want to see what you're posting, the quality of content, and uh, and the reach that it has. So just just kind of figure out what your goals are and and adjust accordingly on that. Yeah, I, and frankly, I don't like all the platforms. And if you force yourself to do ones that you don't even like posting on or interacting with, then you're you're not going to do well. I don't. Yeah, think. and it'll you burn know? you out too. I mean, it's yeah. honestly the the content stuff. There's some guys that are head over heels for it and there that's what they live and breathe but you know if, if you're going out there to film content it, it kind of gets old you know it like I'll, I'll go and set up a gopro and and capture what i capture um on on most trips because i'm trying to enjoy it too you know it's like i, I kind of took a step back from the business world and and want to enjoy kayak fishing more so i'm not going out there you know to always film a video or film content um because it it'll burn you out and i mean it's you know, I'm here to enjoy fishing and, and enjoy kayak fishing. Yeah. Did you see the newbie 101 question, Jeff? I got you. All right. I think I got it won't you. let there, me there, start. There. It won't let me throw up comments, Jeff. I think you turned off my my abilities here for some. You've been reason. banned per Dave. From that's what I. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, so here, here's a question from YouTube from Chad's Fishing Tales. How do you set up your camera or phone for a good angle to see you fishing? It's hard to see what your camera is seeing when you're a foot or, foot or two away from it. Um, yeah, I mean, I it kind of comes with experience. You, you, some GoPros, you know, have the front screen on them. I know the newer ones do, so you can kind of see what they're filming. Um, but I mean, I would, you know, it, it takes some filming and and kind of messing up, being like, oh well, I cut my head off in that one, or I can only see the sky, you know, in in some uh, some videos. <laughs> 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 who was that? Joe <laughs> who was that? I didn't, Joe I didn't see it. It was quick. <laughs> he didn't put his full name up there. That's Joe Mack uh -huh. from YouTube. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it comes with experience and, and just kind of seeing what your camera sees. Um, the, the GoPro, the newer ones are really easy. You can see tap or I think tap the front screen and, and kind of see what it's showing. Um, using a wide angle is super helpful. So I do that even on my phone. Like all, all the iPhones now have the wide angle feature. Um, and I think it kind of looks cool. It looks different, catches more, you know, catches people's eye. Um, but I mean, I, I use the, the Yak Attack uh, poles. Um, they got like the boomstick and I, I think the, the panfish. Um, so I, that's what I use. It's just, you know, it, it's what works for me. I know Railblazer makes one and a couple other companies. Um, as far as something to set up your camera, you, you can do DIY with PVC. Um, there's, I'm sure there's a hundred videos on YouTube about camera setups you know, on kayaks. So there's, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Would it be a good thing just to always, if you're going fishing, just always be recording. Cause you don't know what's going to happen out there. I mean, yeah. you don't have to be like set out to make a specific video, just have it on. And maybe you hook up with a crazy tarpon and get 5 million views. You never, you never <laughs> right. know. Right. Yeah. Well, think about how much crazy stuff happens on the water. Like whether it's you losing a fish or you catching a fish that you, maybe you shouldn't have caught in the first place. And <laughs> you look around like, did anybody see that? Just keep mm -hmm. your camera running and somebody's going to see it all the time. And yeah. You don't have to download all 10 hours or eight hours or whatever your fishing trip. You can just go in and select out that one little deal. And I, I know everybody has their own preferences on, on cameras, but GoPro and the GoPro quick makes it super easy to go in and grab, you know, screen grabs. You can get still shots off of them really easily. I set mine at like 2.7 K uh, recording that way. It's, you know, 
pretty decent quality as far as screen grabs. You can go in and pull out little clips. You can turn the app on and see what your camera sees. So you were talking about adjusting for what angle you want. Usually I like mine kind of offset over my left shoulder. I cast over my right shoulder so I'm not hitting the camera constantly because that's exactly what I would do. Um, that's one of my favorite views. I think uh, like a low angle in front of you view is kind of cool, like seeing the fish swinging in the boat in the net or you know, maybe your facial expression when you <laughs> break one off or something. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, play play around with it and, you know, find find what you're comfortable with. Those 360 cameras are big now. I just bought an Insta360 and that thing is nuts. Like you can turn it on record and you can pull footage from all mm -hmm. the way around the kayak, the boat, whatever it is. Still shots. It's easy to edit with the app on your phone. It's not as crazy as I thought it was going to be. So, uh, there's all kinds of options out there. You just got to kind of jump in and like anything, it takes time to learn and get comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, this is Absolutely. a question along those lines. Uh, Luke, is it better to have a couple different views like over the shoulder and the moose, moose knuckle view and or oh, lap yeah. view? Uh, I'm, I'm a, like I said, I'm a simple guy. I, the over the shoulder, you know, is, is kind of what I run with. I don't, you know, in some cases, if I'm if I was going to film um, a, a specific piece of content, I might, you know, have a couple of different cameras and different setups and stuff like that. But like for the most part, like on the tarpon trip, I put that behind my shoulder and ran it, you know, and kind of going back to that real quick. Um, if honestly, if I didn't have that footage, I would not. I would hardly be able to remember that I caught a tarpon. Like I just blacked out. <laughs> so, like I don't remember it jumping. I, I don't remember any of it, but since I have that footage and was videoing, you know, I can look back on it. And, and there's a lot of cases of crazy bites, redfish bites on top water that I've had that I don't remember it in the moment, but when I go back and review that footage, I can see it and, and know it, you know, everything that happened. Um, so that's the other cool thing. And there's plenty of setups. We, we might've touched on it, but, you know, running external batteries, yeah, <laughs> running, uh, you know, external batteries and videos. Um, <laughs> oh, the nation's something else. Yeah, it's it's its Sorry, own bro. world, buddy. Sorry, bro. Hey, you should have. You, you got to have that in in any any industry. You got to have those guys to keep it real. <laughs> That's what we do here. Keep it That's real. It. No, I love it. I'm all about it. <clears throat> Yeah, so like Brock was saying, though, external batteries and a large enough memory card, you can use the loop recording mode. Luke, I saw your your question there. Um, I have gotten into trouble sometimes, like if I don't remember to hit the button in time and it starts recording back over uh, something that I wish I saved. So I just started getting a, a larger memory card and, and external power. I think that's the biggest thing. If you're going to do um, multiple views is just to hit hit record one time and, and let it run all mm -hmm. day, sort it out at the end of the day, once you get off the water or even, you know, some of these cards, I mean, you can run a, a whole weekend tournament on one card. So uh, yeah. that's what I would advise. Yeah. I think I just got a 256 when I got my new GoPro and it'll hold like 20 something hours of 4K yeah. footage. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I've done, like I, in some cases I will bring a, a memory or, or a, a external battery and run it all day. Um, but after I catch a fish, I'll stop the video and then start it again. Mm -hmm. So you're not just editing 10 hours of footage. You have stopping points and you can go back, you know, 30 seconds or a minute from when you stopped it. And then you've got, you know, your, your point where you caught the fish. Uh, over on YouTube, Nick Mayer said, I feel like I'm going to see how bad I am at fishing, recording <laughs> everything. And he was saying that in a joking manner. But one of the benefits, if you do record all the time, I think, 
is it's kind of like game tape. If something mm-hmm. happens wrong or bad or you break one off, you can kind of go back and say, what did I do? Did I, you know, horse them to you? Know, did yeah. I horse them? Dang, I mean, sometimes I there's no idiot. reason, but you can, you can kind of co- coach yourself up a little bit. My <laughs> my circle hook video was one of my yeah. favorite game tape I, I moments. When I, <laughs> yeah. when I was like, how am I losing all these big fish? I was a circle hook. That was, yeah. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> priceless, priceless memories, you know. Uh, Fishing analytics. And for a small fee, you can mail all your video footage in Ryan, and he will coach. He will break it down yeah. and send you back tips. I'll break it down. I won't edit it for you. <laughs> we, we, need, uh, we need coordinates, though, too. Not just yeah, flipping. yeah. Heck yeah. I'll get on Tourney X and, and pull those off. Uh-oh. Don't, don't open that can of worms. <laughs> y'all thought that row row tournament was for charity. Yeah. No, he's yeah, wrong. No, it's for my charity. I'm running guide trips on y'all's waypoints now. North Alabama, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, that was the biggest thing over here when we did when we started doing tourney x everybody's like oh who's who's judging these tournaments we had to get somebody from like new mexico to judge our tournaments because they were worried about people stealing spots buddy it's not a joke though like that oh, <laughs> those are very founded worries <laughs> yeah. i mean you oh, have I to it. we we pay i mean for our local club uh we will have you know, uh, judge, thank God for Bethany, but she judges a lot of the Tennessee stuff uh, and she doesn't fish at all. So mm, yeah. <laughs> we, we either do that or outsource it across the country and trade tournaments, you know, have, have judges yeah. from across the way. So people don't have access to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for Facebook, Mike ring. How much time are you spending editing content? That's where the burnout happens for him. And it can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, for the short stuff, like if I go fishing and I know I have a couple of, of good clips that I want to post, I mean, I'll spend, you know, five minutes, you know, editing. It's And it, uh, that comes with time, you know, knowing how to work your programs and stuff. And it can be frustrating. You can spend a ton of time on it in the beginning. Um, but, you know, for simple stuff, especially social media stuff, it doesn't have to be perfect. And, and you know, I'll, I'll edit a fish clip and put it to music on TikTok in, in five minutes or so. Um, the longer stuff, like honestly, a lot of the, the longer walkthrough videos that I've done, I've got a buddy who's, he, he's actually on tour with Mark Daniels Jr. right now. Um, so he's a, a hammer with a camera and, um, I'll have him come out and we'll, we'll knock out a cool walkthrough video in no time. And, you know, he works his magic and it, it probably takes him, you know, 20 minutes to edit something that would have taken me a couple hours. Um, so, I mean, the, the really good stuff, honestly, sometimes it's not even me, you know, so um, <laughs> Spoiler that, that's, alert, that's the not truth. Even me. Yeah, that's that's the truth. And it, shoot, his, his name's Colin Averett. And if you want him to film a, a walkthrough video for you, you can hit him up. Uh, he's he's a hammer with a camera. So uh, that's a you know, it's it doesn't take you don't have to spend all day on it, you know. And and a lot of people they try to make it a job, and and you know, it's the the whole bro staff thing. We can we can open that up if if we want to. Um, but I mean, it doesn't have to be uh, doesn't have to be crazy two-year-old videos (laughs) yeah there's some guys in the comments talking about the highlight feature if you catch one you guys use that yeah i've seen that too um i haven't really you know dove into it to me that the power button's the biggest button on that on that gopro so i just smash it hit it again and then then keep rolling nate the gopro doesn't understand our accents we're not canadian and well-spoken like yourself oh that's true too Um, I've seen it on Christine's videos where she's got to say GoPro stop recording four times to get it to work. Well, she's got that weird kind of almost Yankee, Nebraskan, still kind of Southern hybrid Mm -hmm. accent. So the GoPro is really confused on that one. Yeah. No, I've I've, (laughs) almost Yankee. I don't even know where she's at. (laughs) Yeah. Almost Yankee. Almost. (laughs) That's good. 
Uh, clip that, Jeff. Highlight, highlight that, Jeff. I'm going to need that clip I'm, back. I'm going to clip that. <laughs> That's going on the Tic Tac later, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe, maybe she'll collab us and give us our, our duet us. Isn't that what they call it over yeah, there? Duet yeah, us? That's, that's get, it. get us some views. Speaking of, she's huge over there. she got hundreds of thousands of Tic Tacs. My Absolutely. Lord. They follow uh, her in real life. You saw her at the classic. It's like the Pied uh, Piper, a bunch of creepy old men just going down the hall there. That's all right. <laughs> She's our almost redneck Yankee queen. Almost. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. How come Levi Schneider on Facebook, how come no one runs a GoPro on their hat so we can see everything the anglers are looking at? Not stable enough. I know Brandon Polinick used to video Tag that. Rex Del Rey. He had oh, the yeah. action hat. Action, action hat. hat. It, had yeah. a, it had a GoPro mount built into like a foam frame inside the I've got one sitting in my garage somewhere. Yeah. No, I've got one around. too. Rex is an OG. When I yeah. dude, when I first started kayak fishing, he was rigging kayaks and rig, putting a motor putting a motor on his KC. Um, he was uh, he was one of the first to do that. So he's he's a cool dude. He's got the action hat. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I like to just kind of set something up behind me and and press record. Um, it is a cool. Go ahead. It's kind of uncomfortable. Like that's why that's yeah. what I didn't like about it. It was it uncomfortable. Be. Extra weight kind of, on your head kind of cumbersome and you you know you pedal past some people and they're like what's that thing on your head and it's kind of like oh just gopro <laughs> filming for my 10 followers <laughs> i also well, don't know how that would work for external power all day you know how you how you yeah i've seen some day. people rig a cord and put it a gets all pro guide right here on the bill and put the, <laughs> there you go. strap one to the back of your head talking like, about a headache <laughs> yeah there you go that'd be all right um no doubt i mean i you know i kind of set it up and record um but it's you know some guys they they do that the guys who do a lot of youtube videos and and stuff like that they uh they do the the hat cams um, i do like the angle that the hat cam gives you because if something happens over here off mm-hmm. can't you know off your view you turn your head and look at it and you really get a lot better uh tracking i guess mm-hmm. of the action i don't like that jeff i know you you post some of these videos i don't like the chesty view where it's just like you're looking at the reel yeah <laughs> and then you yeah, see a fish maybe behind it over there i'm like right. god dang it this is awful yeah which those are kind of like behind the scenes kind of things and you know it's cool to sprinkle that in too and you know, it, it is cool to show like a different angle, like a few things I've done that have caught on pretty well is like drone angles, you know, and stuff that people don't see, you know, mm-hmm. every day, you know, everybody's got a GoPro behind them or, you know, holding a fish in front of a camera. Um, but when you can sprinkle stuff like that in, it typically, you know, catches people's eye. Drone right. footage is clutch, but you have to be real careful with a drone over water. Uh, Jay yeah. Wallen posted a clip. Was it Santee, Jeff, where that yeah, clip was from? Was, he about he about put her about put her in the drink there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've crashed one in the woods filming Jordan Lee because it was heading toward the water, and I was like, I'm more likely to get it off yeah. the side of this mountain than I am out of the water. So. Oh, I, I crashed one at uh, at Darbone last winter, I think. I was up there filming with uh, for MLF and <laughs> Randy. Uh, Come on, man. <laughs> Dude, he went straight for the throat. Well, lower, but still. <laughs> the fupa. Anyway. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Golly. Have y'all ever tried butane lighter fluid? <laughs> Brought to From you, Zippo. <laughs> Dang. Hey, with Darbone. Go ahead, Brock. You're filming the Darbone with the, with the drone. Yeah, I was I was up there with the rattle trap guys, and uh, we were filming Blast Off. And it was like 20 something degrees, freezing cold. I'm flying my drone. My fingers are shaking. The camera's just not, not working. 
Uh, but I'm following Cliff Crochet, and I'm like, man, this is the best shot I've ever gotten with in my life. He's taken off, and he's perfect in frame, and I just see tree branches and then black. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. There was one <laughs> island out there, and I smoked the tallest tree in it. And uh, I ended up – somebody drove me out there, and I got in the water and found the drone, and we got the footage off of it. But I've crashed them, no Steve-o, doubt. we were filming that Tennessee Trailers deal last spring – and I was way out by the road and I followed my truck in the trailer all the way back to this boat ramp. It's super cold. Well, I tried to land it on this little boat dock, but my screen went blank on my cell phone. And all I saw was the drone hitting this frozen boat dock. And that was mm-hmm. it. That's where it went blank. And I was like, oh God, the drone's gone. Like all the footage is gone. Everything's gone. I go over there. I get Steve-O to come pick me up. We're looking in the water, looking everywhere. And I was like, this is insane. Where could it have, where could it have gone? All of a sudden it turns back on, it flew back home and landed on oh, yeah. the white line on the side of the highway with car. I, I'll turn it on. All I see are cars like this far in front of the camera lens. And I was wow. like, God, like hurry up, get to the highway. <laughs> I oh, hate yeah. I hate it, man. Garrett Park uh, threw in the comment. You also got to watch out for the uh, FAA is now cracking down on the drone people. That's only in Cali, dude. You got, you got a legit pilot's license, Brock? Are you, oh, don't answer you, that. You, don't, you, don't answer that. Do not answer that. Let's go to another topic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't answer that. I don't fly it above like 25 feet, like they say. Ah, I see. Whatever yeah. the limit is. Well Keep done. it low and yeah. don't sell the footage. And it's right. it's always in sight. It's got to be in sight of you. In sight. You know, you, you. you can't see a mile, so don't fly it that far. Yeah, don't fall for that stuff. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we got a hello from Harrison, Arkansas. Stephen Robertson. What's up? Good to hear from you from Harrison, Arkansas. My son yeah. played basketball for North Ark for a while, Stephen. How about that? You got any ducks up there? Or might, uh, not, not in Harrison. You got to go further east and south. Okay. Come out to Jonesboro. Come out Come out yeah, to Jonesboro. We, you we you can hunt with me and Mr. Frank. I'm tired of shooting these Louisiana birds that have been shot 500 times by the time they get to us. You can you can hunt uh, a heated with fresh meal uh, private blind with me, or you can go out there with Cody Milton and <laughs> traipse around the traipse around the public woods with eight thousand boats lined up in the morning. I'll do either. I'm mad at him. Yeah, I like yeah, it. I like it. Uh, we got a few more questions here. Stevie G on YouTube says, "Any suggestions on simple but effective editing software?" Uh, like Brock said, just hire it out. That's what you got to do. Yeah, no doubt for the good stuff. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, Ryan Van Tine mentioned it in the comments earlier. That CapCut app, mm-hmm. it's awesome. I mean, it really is awesome. And and now with the connectivity that most action cameras have to your phone, I use that probably 99% of the time, unless I'm trying to do like a real legit uh, video where I have to download off my big camera. Uh, I edit most everything on my, my cell phone. What about you, yeah. Brock? Yeah, I mean, uh, CapCut, is, and it's cool because it, it they kind of pair up the trends that are happening on TikTok. So it's super easy to edit. And, like, there's a lot of stuff that looks really, really good that takes 20 seconds in CapCut, you know, to, to pair up and, and sync with the the music. Um, everybody knows about Premiere, and that's, like, a lot of the really good stuff that I've done and that, that my buddy Colin has done has been on Premiere. Um, but Adobe has another program called Rush. And it's like a really, really simplified premiere. It's got all the basic stuff you need to clip and, you know, input music and and all that stuff and edit. But it's very, very simple. Um, So it's easy to understand. I think you do have to pay for it. Um, I don't I'm not aware of any free program. If it's Adobe, you have to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Guaranteed. Yeah, they're used like when I first started, there were a couple of free options. But now there's, you know, paywalls behind everything these days. Um, But 
yeah, the, the Adobe um, Adobe Rush is a really good one that I, I know a lot of people don't use. If you use Apple products, Final Cut Pro mm -hmm. is yeah, really good too. Good I, I have both. I have a PC with Adobe and I have Final Cut. I use Final Cut probably 10 to one because it's for me, it's so much faster. Like it's just, mm -hmm. it's fewer options though. That's the thing is like, it's, it, you can't, you know, as far as pulling in presets and like color correction files and stuff, that's, that's a lot easier on Adobe. You can do a lot more with the footage, but final cut is super fast. If you got a Mac. I'm more of a traditionalist. I use windows movie maker, Ryan. That's what I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Throwback baby. I like that. I'm just playing. I do not proud do of you, Jeff. <laughs> I, do not, I do not do that. Do you have like the 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 original uh the original Apple computers Oregon Trail like what do you what do you Yeah, you Commodore 64 is what I'm rolling with over here. All right. All right. I don't even know what that is. Takes a while. Takes a while to edit. Comes a whole my time. Yeah. Do you know what an Atari is? That was uh that's what you have computer. Yep. All right. Yep. Yeah. Where my where my well, uh, Nintendo my, 64? I know about that stuff, but where, where my what 80s and 90s people at? Come on, help me out here. They Shoot, were, I'm a 90s baby. I'm not 2000. I'm talking about Jesse. People that you, were can, alive you can throw, and you can high throw school, music but. on there, Jesse. Yes, you can pull music off CapCut. It's got a full selection of music. You can turn the volume down on your clips. It even has beeps, so you can cover up uh, the foul mm. language that you use. There you go. Fish. That's right. It's KBN approved right there. That's right. Uh, this is a shop question for you or customs question. Uh, Dan asked, are you cutting that marine mat in-house or is it outsourced? Yeah, so we, we kind of have two ways to do it. Um, I do have a guy like right here in Baton Rouge um, that who cuts, you know, some of my kits for me. Um, and then I do have a lot of stuff that runs through marine mat, um, which, you know, it's there. there's marine mat dealers sprinkled through throughout the country. There's a couple of shops that are set up as I'm going to dugout, you know, works with marine mat as well. Um, so, you know, it, it, some, some people get it directly from Marine Matt and then others have, you know, third party, um, uh, you know, cutters who, who happen to be local. That's, that's what we are lucky enough to have in Baton Rouge. But y'all got a lot of, uh, duck boat builders and stuff mm -hmm. down there too, that use a lot of, uh, yeah. Marine Matt type decking yeah. material. Gator, gator tracks. That's, you know, that we got duck boats on every corner with mud oh, loaders yeah. and all that. Um, so yeah, gator tracks is a big one. Um, a, another, I don't think they haven't really done kayaks, but, um, what's that place around Lafayette Southern cooler Co. They do a yeah. lot of, of big boats. Um, I know they work with gator tracks. They do racing boats. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, Nicholas, you can get a kit for the NAR. You may have to cut out the template yourself. So that's how a lot of these, if they don't have the boat on hand, uh, you can actually cut out a template and send it to them and they'll make you the kit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Some of them come out great. Depends on how, uh, how, <laughs> depends how, on how steady your hand uh, is. Kid. Pay attention to detail. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, this is a question for Ryan. Any more of those leather koozies? Heath, left? yes, I do have some leather koozies on hand. There we go. Uh, this is from Bottom Line Outdoors on YouTube. New to kayak tournament fishing. Any suggestions on storage configuration options for gear? You talking salt or fresh? That's I guess it's about the same. I don't know. It seems like less stuff gets hauled around on the saltwater yaks. Doesn't yeah, it, that's what that's what I try to do. I and mean, like I said earlier, my best tournaments I've fished, you know, have been in a Revo with a small tackle box. You know, keeping it simple. And I try to do that. And when I go in the bass world, like. When I fish for it for, for the Hobie BOS, I tried to keep it simple. And then I look back there and there's 10 boxes and a hundred bags of plastics. Um, so, you know, bass, I feel like you bring more rods and, and more tackle in general. Um, but there's a lot of good options. 
you know, with the, the new Yak Attack crate, um, Hobie H crates. Um, I, I like to keep things on the boat as much as I can, meaning like when I go to move spots, I don't have to take a crate out and, and you know, take disassemble my whole kayak before I load it up and, and put it on the trailer or in the truck. Um, so I store a lot of stuff inside my kayak in hatches. Um, or if I do a crate, it's it's on there. It's strapped down super well so I can travel with it like that. That's what I was gonna say. I like uh, I like having a crate strapped down. A black pack. I use I got the new black pack, mm-hmm. uh, which has the rod holders you know attached to it. Keep it strapped down. It has really firm latches, so you can keep your boxes in there. I have a one objective like the underseat storage thing, which will hold mm-hmm. four thirty seven hundreds. That's great. And then the Hobie hatch. I, I like uh, I put the bucket in there instead of the two little Plano boxes. Uh, the bucket. I've just got random baits in my keys, my wallet, anything I don't want to lose if i'm gonna turn my boat upside down yeah i switched to a, a pa 14 this year i've always been an outback or revo and i had a lynx um my favorite thing about that boat is horizontal rod storage oh yeah i can i can launch my kayak in 30 seconds now rather than grabbing my rods out of the truck and going back and forth um setting things up it is when, when we have some road runner tournaments like paddle palooza it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome i think they should make horizontal rod storage illegal in that tournament too Probably Seems like so. too big of an yep. advantage. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna, or we're gonna probably back kayaks back. in general, just bank fish. Yeah, actually, that's <laughs> illegal. Well, you you can you can bank that's, fish. actually that's illegal. Oh, well, you can bank fish, but your kayak has to be touching the water. It has okay. to be launched. Um, you're, not too, you're not too far behind bass fishing then. That's solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah a couple yeah. of guys, we we had some hurricane yeah. tournaments, and they won the tournament fishing off the bank, and they were like, "Oh, you can't do that. You got to put your kayak in the water." Heck yeah, Heath. Uh, slide my DMs, and I'll get you set up with a koozie, man. Get them DMs. Get in there. Um, all right. Well, I'll try to filter some more questions, but we're getting up against it, so we want to make sure we get to our giveaways of the nice. We have two. We make sure we have time to do that. Yeah. So let me share my screen again here. First up, we're going to do the Louisiana Custom Kayaks gift card giveaway. Thank you, Brock, for providing that to us. And, of course, we'll use the hashtag LA Custom Kayaks, LA for Louisiana. Don't get it twisted. That's where it's at. Yeah, We don't care throw, nothing about California. Throw mm-hmm. that in the comments. Hashtag Louisiana Custom Kayaks, LA Custom Kayaks, and we will start collecting them. Give you about, oh, 30 to 60 seconds, and we'll pick a winner for that, and then we'll do the Seagar giveaway. Uh, Luke, we have Chase Tanner working hard on the new uh, Kayak Bass Nation designs for all the memorabilia. Uh, that was F this lake. Um, so <laughs> that'll be, it'll <laughs> be hitting stores soon. And by working hard, I mean, he's ignored me all day. So hopefully yeah. we'll get that moving and, and have some hats, koozies, stickers, and shirts available. And these hats that Jeff and I have on our heads are still available at whatever that drop ship link was that we posted <laughs> two months ago. So <laughs> I'll repost that if anybody wants one of these hats getting great reviews on them every bus bus stop i go by is just you know whistles and nickels flying at me yeah i need, I need one of those does every guest get one yeah no 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 not every guest, <laughs> they but, don't. You, we'll not every guest but you do we'll get you one <laughs> you do all right uh all right we're up to four we've got over we got like 85 people watching the live stream Ooh. but there's only 43 entries so some people are you're slipping you're like oh no, joe you don't get revos you get a 50 dollars gift card but you have to drive to Louisiana to spend it in person at Brock's house. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's the only way this is redeemable. Wow. Nate Conley's going to drive down from Canada 
Just spend this 50 bucks. We'll, right. we'll take him fishing. Hey, look, Jennifer, Mike Blizzard, you put a space between the hashtag. I don't know if that's no. going to capture or not. Oh, man. And I need to know if this is Jennifer or Mike or both. We can only give you one gift card. <laughs> Sorry. At least, at least oh, you caught them out. They'll fix it. Yeah, Boy. hurry up. Give you more, a few more seconds here and we're doing pick. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Jeff, it's get us. Two more. Clock okay. is ticking. We want to get across 50. While we're waiting, I just want to say, Brock, you look like a clean, comma, shaven Jordan Marshall. Like, I feel like you're yeah. what Jordan – yeah, you're you're what Jordan Marshall could be if he – I did. I did rock the mullet. He's got a, he's got some long hair. Oh, he's – Marshall's got it. Now. Yeah. Marshall's okay, got well, that yeah, East We're thinking about the same flavor. guy. I was rocking a mullet uh, a couple years ago. Girlfriend was not happy at all about it, but it looked good. None of his have been either. That's why he's single. So. Hey. Hey, His DMs my, are I, also open. You know what's I crazy? Could've... Now that I'm sitting here listening to Brock, he kind of sounds like Jordan. he does. That's what I'm Weird. saying. Like yeah. I feel like this is Marshall's successful alter ego. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Love you, Marshall. <laughs> uh, hey, Jordan's up in the short videos and live stuff. I see him. Yeah, doing he's stuff getting there. He's getting he's there. Marshall's that. hilarious. If he'll um, just put himself and... out there more, like oh, that's Marshall the biggest thing. Like I, I've I've gone out with uh with Cliff Crochet and I'm like, dude, if you captured this personality, it it would be insane. That's like like Gerald Swindle. He's so good at at the content because he's just he's just him. Yeah. Oh, G Man <laughs> is like, and he's on all the time. Like yeah. that that Never personality stops. does not sleep. Like that's yeah. it. Like then that's why he's like he doesn't have to catch him. He's gonna he's gonna get a check no matter what from from that personality. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll tell you what I love about tonight's show is I got a lot of clips to cut up. Yeah, <laughs> this, this one's this one's gonna turn out some juice here. You're boys. gonna make us some some uh, TikTok videos out of this one. Thank hey, you, bro. Content. All right, so here we go. We're gonna draw for the custom kayak. Leaves me in a custom kayaks. Fifty dollar <clears> gift <throat> card. Here we go. My money's on Johnny Maddox. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Oh, oh shut what? up. <laughs> Jeff, Rigged. your your ticker's broken or something, man. man. Dude, is this the third or fourth time? This the third won? victory. Third victory for Johnny. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. Hey, when you're hot, you're hot. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> this is insane. That's awesome. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. All right, wow. so Johnny. Email cagbassination at gmail.com and I'll hook you, I'll hook you up. <laughs> this is terrible. Honestly. Uh, but we have another giveaway coming at you. Don't worry, y'all. Let me get this one queued up. Did I spell cigar right? Is the U before the A, Ryan? Sure. <laughs> sure it is. What is, I mean, I don't know. Is this a spelling bee? Can you use I that in a sentence? Man. What's the language of origin? All right, yeah, Johnny, do not put this hashtag in the comments. Uh, yeah, Johnny, every, do everybody, not. Everybody else, everybody else, we're going to give away some lines, so throw that hashtag cigar in the comments, That's and we awesome. got you. What's uh, your pick? Who you got? I want to hear it. I don't That's know, terrible. man. Johnny, he's you know making a part-time income off KBN giveaways. <laughs> I know, right? complaining about not winning a fishing tournament. He's made two grand off these stupid giveaways. <laughs> Dude, you get get Francis Tran in here. He'll he'll sweep the, the whole thing. He's over. He's across the pond right now, isn't he? He was he was bouncing around. Dude, he was posting some stuff from Korea the other day. I thought we was going catfishing. And I look up, and he's over in Korea. World traveler. I know. He's too fancy. Uh, he's he's a good dude. He's hilarious. Golly, he that boy's a fool. I like Dude, him. like the, the first kayak I ever, ever raffled off, I was like, don't let it be Francis, because he just won raffles at our last tournament, and sure enough, he wins it. Dude, get out of here. 
He's lucky. He's a good fisherman, too. He is. He's coming on that bass scene for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's taking some money over here. We, we I normally take his money in the salt world, but uh, he can have it in the bass. <laughs> Mike Fink, he, he cracked the code. Just put hashtag and he gets it all, I think. Look so. at that. He's probably got, <laughs> he got 10 of those entries. Red label? You got to put – see, come on, Clifton. Always got to be Clifton, anti, Clifton anti-establishment is, over there. Yep, he's he's so rich in life, he don't even need to win. Ain't that right, no, Clifton? No, he doesn't. <laughs> All right, so here we go. We're going to draw for the line. What are we giving? Tactics, Brady said? Yeah, that's what they told me. All right. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Who's it going to be? <laughs> I'm scared to know. Joseph Parks. There we go. There's us a new name on there. Thank you, Joseph, for winning that. Joe Parks. He looks like Robert Murphy in the picture. I wonder if it's a burner. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could be. King. I don't know. There we go. That's our winners. Joseph Parks. Boy. Sliding Ryan's DMs once again. What? <laughs> Please, everyone. Hurry. <laughs> Getting those DMs. Uh, man, what a show. That was fun. That was fun. That was a good Absolutely. one. I knew it would be. Uh, you didn't disappoint, Brock. Thank you for coming I appreciate on. appreciate it. You saved us. For some reason, Jeff and I just really took it easy today, and we didn't even think about who was, was going to be on the show until like 3 or 4 p.m. Like, oh, we should get a guest. No worries at all. <laughs> We uh, reached out into our vast network, and there, there Brock was, ready to help us out. So that's it. You're the man. Appreciate you, Brock. Uh, where can people follow you, find you, whatever on socials? Of course, yeah, TikTok I'm, and YouTube, everywhere else. Yeah, most of it's uh, LA Custom Kayaks. I think uh, YouTube might be Louisiana spelled out. Um, but yeah, that's uh, LA Custom Kayaks at uh, gmail.com is the email. LA Custom Kayaks.com is the website. Um, that's where you can find you know most of the stuff we've done in the past and marine mats and builds and and all that kind of cool stuff um it's it'll probably transition more into you know me fishing as i get to be on the water a little bit more which i'm excited about uh got me a big boy job if you want to say that in sales probably probably along the same lines of ryan you know don't do work it, in the sales gig don't do uh, it man enjoy your is, life kid don't do it, it. <laughs> which it's fun i like the fast pace and you know i, I get to get to fish as well so Absolutely. But yeah, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and YouTube are the main. I stay off of Twitter for the most part. Um, Jeff's, our, Jeff's our designated Twitterer here. I'm the tweeter. Oh, yeah. the tweets. Tweet, tweet. So many words. I like videos. Yeah, yeah. Facts. <laughs> Visual learner. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, we're going to let you slide out here tonight. Thanks once again for taking yeah, the time. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming on, man. I know, uh, I know Ryan's planning on coming, but Jeff, you need to get down here. And- Ooh. Yeah, catch, some, catch some real fish. Get you on some down. big fish. I'm Let's down. do it. All right. Thank y'all. All right. See you, man. Oh, man. Brock Miller. That was good. I like him. Hats off to good Brock. Guy. Good guy. What a, what a guy. What a guy. Um, even as, like I said, he was, you could tell he was going to be successful when I met him as a real young I mean, kid, still in, coming out of high school, almost out of high school. Uh, mix it up with all the, the adults. Helped. It was so helpful to me as just some guy he didn't even know. And everybody around there, just a great, great guy. So he's going to be successful in that sales gig and whatever he does. Oh, yeah. He's a hustler, man. Yeah. Like I said, the the uh, bizarro Jordan Marshall. The what Jordan. How Jordan crazy Jordan. is that? They're, they really are like <laughs> very similar in, in look and sound. I know you didn't know Marshall before the beard and the mullet and stuff, but that's that was that was the 22 year old kid that showed up and started started fishing with us. Quite, I guess Marshall's probably 20 back then, 19 or 20. He's young when he started fishing with us. Yeah, now he looks like he's fifty, and he's what twenty eight. Well, he's a he, he's a he's got some miles on him now. He he hung in there. Yeah, no, that that was fun, man. That was good. Uh, we need to do more of that in between the tournament stuff. Bring in content creators and and some of those guys and talk talk about this kind of stuff. For sure, it's good. 
Uh, what else we got before we wrap it up, man? I think that's it. Do we have anything else coming? I mean, obviously, Hartwell this weekend, if anybody's out there, we have something I'm really excited about, and I don't know if he knows what he's getting into. Tim Isaacs is staying in our house with us for this tournament. So if you thought Tim was grouchy before, catch him at Saturday morning at the ramp and see how Friday night was. Yeah, good stuff. There you go. Well, good luck. I'll be following that from afar. I won't see you on the road until Kentucky Lake. Probably if you're gonna be there. So I'm coming. Dang. Yep. Yep. All we'll, right. be there. we'll be there. All right, man. Sounds good. We'll see y'all. <laughs>